All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. This is the bonus episode of The Four Things Podcast where I typically share emails that you've sent in, but today's episode is a little different than usual. Instead of going over four emails, I just decided to talk about a subject that I get a lot of emails about, which is therapy. Licensed therapist Catherine Defada is on with me and we talk about the rise in people going to therapy because of 2020, lifting the stigma of therapy, things you can do if you can't afford therapy, and how to best go about finding a therapist. Now, this was originally something I recorded with Kat as a thing for the Thursday episodes, but I really do get so many emails regarding this topic. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to put this as a bonus episode as something that you can listen to isolated. It's focusing on therapy and should hopefully help answer some questions that you have, or if anything, just make you feel less alone. But before we get into that, I always start off Tuesday episodes with a quote. And today's is from my friend, Sunday. I'm sharing something that she texted me that her therapist told her. So when she sent it to me over text, I thought, oh, I'm just going to grab this and make this my little quote for today because it's perfect. She didn't know I was going to be quoting it here. It's not why she sent it to me, but I think that you might appreciate it. She said, my therapist always tells me to think of emotions like logs down a river. You see them, acknowledge them, 
and let them continue down the river. That simple metaphor has helped me so much. So thank you, Sunday, for that metaphor. And it really is funny that she texted that to me just before I was about to record this intro. It really was perfect timing. So thankful for her therapist sharing that with her. And I want to pass it along to you because you too might be dealing with a lot of emotions that you need to acknowledge and then send them on down the river. And then shout out to Sunday who owns the Mockingbird shop, little boutique in downtown Southern Pines, North Carolina. So if you're ever in the Southern Pines area, which is close to Pinehurst or Fort Bragg, then you have to go to her shop because it's adorable. All right, well, let's get into my chat with Kat about therapy and how if you're needing it more than ever right now, you are not alone. Enjoy. Okay, I brought in an expert for this thing, Kat Tafada, licensed therapist, host of her own podcast, You Need Therapy, because I saw a headline that one in six Americans entered therapy for the first time in 2020. So we all all know that 2020 was stressful. I mean, 2021 is already stressful and it's only been three weeks, but that was according to a new study. But I I think that we maybe underestimated just how bad it was because one in six, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's not just therapy. It's therapy for the first First time. time. So that means they finally were like, okay, this got me. I'm going to therapy. Uh, Yeah. And that's, I think what I was going to say is it's not even that we didn't realize it was so bad. It's that it is... To the point where people are like, I can't put this off anymore. Like, I've got to do something. Yeah, majority of people listed COVID-19 as the catalyst for Mm -hmm. them seeking treatment. And then also, it was a big year for medication. Mm -hmm. So the research also found that 15% of patients begin taking medication for mental health issues for the first time Mm-hmm. ever. Because think about how anxious everybody is and then the level of depression because people are stuck at home. They're not with people. We're not having conversations live face-to-face as much. We're not getting that interaction. Everybody's scared about what's going to happen. So the amount of anxiety and just depression that I have even seen and even in clients that like that was not their thing has been crazy to watch over the past year. I'm reading Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which is an awesome book written by a therapist where she's sharing stories, which by the way, how is she allowed to share these stories? Please break it down for me. And quickly, I'll just tell people, yes, you should read it. We don't have it. It's a- my fi- one of my favorite books. Yeah. If you're thinking right now, should I read it? Yes, you should. If you're looking for a new book and you could even download it on Audible, listen to it. I actually have the physical copy and the Audible. So sometimes I go back and forth. The other night I was so, I wanted to read because I I want it for my brain to keep me sharp, you know? Uh, it's, it's an exercise. <laughs> but I was just having a moment where I also just wanted to read, but I wanted someone to read to me. So is this lame? I turned on my Audible app and then I flipped to the exact page that it was playing. So I had the audio going and I read it with my eyeballs. I love that. That's like it, how it was in like fifth grade. You'd like popcorn reading. <laughs> <laughs> so that was me at 39 <laughs> reading to myself with my audio thing. But it's such a great book, but she shares stories from her office, so from her patients' lives. But then she also had a a life moment, something that sent her, not COVID-19, but sent her to therapy. Mm -hmm. So then she shares what it was like for her being on the other side of the couch and what things her therapist would say in their interactions. So it's this nice back and forth Mm -hmm. of like being the therapist and then being the patient. 
what do you call your patient? Clients. Client, and then being client. Mm-hmm. I guess you're a patient if you, is that a psychiatrist? Well, no, I think a lot of people might say patient. I just say client. Patient seems like a hospital to me. Okay, true. So she goes back and forth. But my main question to you as a therapist is how is she allowed to tell stories from the office? She probably, one, got consent from them and any identifying information she would have changed. So the essence of who they are and the essence of their story is there, but it's not the same exact story. Because I'm I'm really, I'm not done with the book yet, but I'm really invested in one of the, it's, he's not even a character because he is real, but I guess his name has been changed, but John. Yeah. I'm assuming that like the show that he, like all of the stuff that she's saying is true, The like the storyline. Yeah. So John worked as a big time TV producer on some huge show yeah. that was a weeknight show, but I don't know. And it's a true story. But at first, you don't like him. And this is kind of like just makes you think of people in general. When you're not looking at the behavior and you start to look at the the emotion or the hurt behind it, right? And so it's a beautiful example of maybe just even viewing a coworker or Mm -hmm. a stranger that's having a bad day or that you have a weird interaction Mm -hmm. with or a friend or a family member. It's like, doesn't mean you have to just be there for everybody by any means, but you can have more empathy because at first this guy just seems like a jerk. But then as things start to open up in therapy, you realize, wow, he's not like he's got some hurts and Mm -hmm. this is why he's doing this behavior. Mm -hmm. And if he could just work through it, Mm -hmm. he'll come out on the other side. So I'm kind of rooting for John. You should root for him. (laughs) Because he's not a likable character and there's, we all have people that aren't likable and like, I work with people that might not be likable, but one of the things that I believe about everybody is everybody has icky stuff about them, like that turns us off or just we don't like or that isn't necessarily quote unquote good, but everybody does have good about them too. And as a therapist, and I think as humans, we should all look to see, okay, we we can point out and pick and feel the ick parts. But we also have to find the redeeming qualities of people and love them for those redeeming qualities rather than hate them for the ones we, the things we don't like. And that's what she does as a therapist with that character is she's like, I'm going to find the redeeming qualities because I know this person isn't a, quote, bad person. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, too, how you get her perspective as a therapist. So now I'm looking at you, like, thinking hmm, <laughs> sometimes when you're in the chair, she's just honest that sometimes her clients are saying something, and inside her head, she wants to scream at them mm-hmm. or be like, don't do that. You, mm-hmm. oh, That's the stupidest thing mm-hmm. ever. But then professionally, you know your role and your lane and your place. But there's got to be times where things are just kind of unraveling. But you're not yeah. their savior. Yeah. You can. And it doesn't create change in people if we just tell them what to do all day. Exactly. Because then they're going to rely on us for the rest of our lives, which there's a character in that book that's right. addicted to, to a therapist. And I said savior like very yeah. loosely just because people can view their therapist in that way mm-hmm. of like, I do whatever you say. And really, we're our own people, and we've got to put in the work. And I'm thankful to see that a lot of people are going to therapy, but also it breaks my heart because it just means that there's more hurting. But I think there, the hurt was probably there for a lot of people, but what 2020 did was bring it to the surface. Right. And, you know, I've had a hard time with that, too, because as a therapist, I started getting all of these inquiries and emails and phone calls. And that's great from like a business standpoint. Sure. And it's also great because I want to help people. But it broke my heart, too, of like, 
oh my gosh, I'm not the only therapist. All of these therapists, all my friends, we're all, we all have wait lists and we're trying to shove more people in, but then we have to find the balance between I can't see 30 people in a week else I'll be good to nobody. And so, yeah, it's great because I think people are awake now and, and they're getting help for things. And some people, I believe a lot of us have to reach our bottom before we will reach out for help. And that is awesome. But it's also sad that there's that many people that are hurting in the world. Right. Which is back to my original, why I even brought up, you should talk to someone was just thinking of the weight you as a therapist Mm -hmm. and all therapists out there have to carry of everybody's burdens all the time, 2020 or not. Like that's just been a therapist thing. Like, I don't know how sometimes you go home at night and shut off all the feelings that had to be felt. Cause now I even see how through the book, how invested you become in these people. But again, it's your passion and you were trained in boundaries. There's boundaries. Boundaries. Yes. Right. So a lot of us are guilty of doing that whole last minute shopping thing when it comes to holidays, like Mother's Day. You might be in that position right now. And that makes it challenging to find a great gift for mom. But don't worry. Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. So whether the mom in your life is a fashionista or maybe even a photographer or a fanatic about yoga, Macy's Gift Finder has got so many great gift ideas to make her feel special. Now, Mother's Day is May 12th, so make sure you make note of that. Don't have much time. That's okay. Macy's has got you covered. And you can shop by price. $25 and under or $100 and under. You can shop by category, fragrances, handbags, and more. Or they've got gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, or gifts for grandma. Top gifts include Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid camera. That would be so awesome to receive. Or my personal favorite, man, I would love to get this as a gift, Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Go to Macy's.com slash gift finder. Again, it's pretty easy. Just head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. 
I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories, and they cut out the cost of the middleman, and they pass the savings on to us So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So the reason why I also wanted to bring this up is because I want you to know that if you're thinking about getting therapy, that it's okay Mm -hmm. and you should do it. If there's anything inside of you that is thinking there's a stigma attached to it or your family raised you a certain way where that's not something that you do or emotions are off limits Mm -hmm. and what? Like the work can be done and and there can be healing and there's hope. There's hope and you don't need to worry about the judgment or shame from anybody else. I know that might be hard because it's easy for me to say because my family doesn't care. They're like, oh yeah, therapy's great, blah, blah, blah. But some people come from a place where it's like, "Uh uh-uh, no. Or you may have a spouse that's like, nope, mm mm-mm, not going to go. And And yeah, I want you to know that there's hope. And then two, if therapy is not something you can do financially or you don't have access to it or you're still trying to dip your toe in the water, Mm -hmm. there's books that might be out there pertaining to what you're going through. Kat has a podcast called You Need Therapy. There's probably other related type podcasts that you could listen to where you can consume helpful information that can help at least get you going in that direction, whatever your roadblock is for you as to why you can't do it. Because I get it. It's not attainable for everybody. Yes. To to all of that, I am somebody who's always said there doesn't have to be something wrong with you to go to therapy. I think in the older generations, therapy was looked at as like, oh my gosh, like they must have some chaos or something horribly wrong with them to go to therapy. And that's just not true. There's everyday people that you would think that their lives are perfect or in therapy. You don't even have to have a mental illness to go to therapy. You can just go because you want because therapy is about getting to know who you are and finding out how to have freedom 
and being that person. So I do want to say that to the people who are like, oh, I also have wanted to reach out too, but like it feels bad or wrong. It's not. I think that asking for help is probably the most courageous thing you could do in the world is saying like, I can't do this on my own. And then what advice do you have for people when they are trying to, I mean, we have people all across the country listening. So do you just look at Yelp reviews or? Well, so there's, okay, there's two parts to this. Cause one is if I do have the means, whether that's through insurance or whether that's through just like I can pay for therapy, if, if that's something that's available to me, then the best thing to do is if you know anybody who's been to therapy before, ask them. Like I think word of mouth, cause therapy is so relational. It is so relational. And so if you trust somebody who you know has gone to therapy, ask them like, do you like your therapist? Would she have any recommendations for somebody? Does she have any space open? And don't worry about if your friend goes, I mean, I'm assuming that it's going to be an ethical therapist. Like I've shared therapists before with friends and never had an issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sure sometimes, I don't know, depending on if friend stuff comes up, it might be awkward for the therapist, but the therapist never said anything mm-hmm. I mean, the therapist basically denies the fact, similar to our family doctor, like that would see my mom when she was sick or my, like anything. He'd be like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, no, I know you were just with my mom. And he's like, I can neither confirm (laughs) or deny. deny. And so that's also how the therapist thing would work. So if your friend does have a good one, I don't think you would be like, oh no, I can never go to my friend's therapist because- yeah. What is the protocol? Well, so it depends. Like HIPAA? I would never, there's HIPAA, yes. But I would never see like two people that live together. Okay. Because it can get messy. I will say that. Like so, roommates. Yes. I would never see roommates or even, I'm not a couples therapist, but if, I would never see a husband and a wife as my individual clients. You would either do couples starting out together. There would be a couple and the couple is the client or I'm seeing the wife. Some people might operate differently, but that's how I am. Mm-hmm. So you can ask word of mouth. You can go to something called Psychology Today, which is a website, and you can just Google your area, what you are struggling with, and things will pop up and you can read their bios. I will say anybody can say they work with anything on that website. So a lot of people just click all the boxes. (laughs) So be careful. Maybe go to their website and read their actual website, see if there are any reviews on Google. In case you want a a therapist that specializes in in something. something. And then like like cat specializes in in eating disorders. So, and then also once you schedule a session and you go, like if you go a couple of times and you don't mesh with your therapist, that's okay. You can tell them that and they can give you referrals for somebody who might meet your needs better. And And we're not, if you're a good therapist, your feelings are, that's fine. If I'm not a fit for you, it's like not, it's not me. The other thing is if therapy is not something that is available to you right now for whatever reason, there are plenty of podcasts that are good. I would look for one with a licensed therapist because anybody can have a self-help podcast. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I would like to say that I don't like to clap. I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, yeah, they can. (laughs) And I'm thinking some people might be like, oh, well, Amy, you think you're a self-help podcast. And I don't. But you bring experts on. You're so good at that. Well, but but sometimes I do feel like I put advice out there, again, in the infancy of the podcast, which is not that old, but I would say in the first year, I probably did some unhealthy things, probably more body and food wise that I wasn't aware of because I was in a different place. And now that I'm in recovery from my disordered eating and I'm very aware of kind of trigger things, I don't want to be a part of that culture anymore. But also, I do want to bring helpful tools and information. But yes, I try to be a platform where I bring on the experts. I'm not on here preaching to you. Or if I share something with you, it's something that I have come across that was helpful Mm -hmm. to me that I think might be helpful to you. But in no way do 
I think I don't know. I think I just you felt do like a the great need to no, say that, and yeah. I'm not looking for like a. But I I want to say it okay. affirmation okay, or validation. Sorry. I want to say I think that you do a great job on here and outweigh staying in your lane. I think you do a fabulous job. When you answer questions and you answer your emails, you've even asked me to answer questions or you've asked other people to answer questions because you're like, this is not my lane. I need help with this. So I think that it's okay to start a podcast and want to help people. I wish we had more people doing that. But I'm just saying if you're looking for specific, that- you don't have an, a, a podcast for anxiety and you're just like, oh, I read this article on anxiety. You might have read an article on anxiety and you shared on four things, but that's not the whole platform of your- And even without way, I would never co-host it without- like Lisa's a registered dietitian yeah. and has made it her life's mission yes. to be in that space. So yeah. I do that because I, I feel comfortable doing that because I have an expert as a co-host. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. even this Saturday, Lisa isn't on it, but you joined me as the co-host for it because I thought, again, I just don't feel mm-hmm. like I should do it alone. I need to have an expert join me to talk about celebrities and people in the public eye and how we need to stop looking to them for what we should look like. Even though I feel equipped to talk about that Mm -hmm. because I've walked through that, I've done that Mm -hmm. to myself and then projected it onto Mm -hmm. others, but I still wanted to have you as an expert with me. Which I love. Yeah. So that'll (laughs) be on Saturday's episode of Outweigh, the podcast we have on disordered eating, which a new episode goes up every Saturday. So if you want to subscribe to that, because maybe your thing that you need help with is food and body image stuff. Maybe it's addiction. Maybe it's something else. What were you saying about addiction before we hit recording that something about 2020 was just a crazy year of people going to? uh, Well, I was telling you when I was looking at that article that, yeah, this year, 2020, I've never sent as many clients or referred as many clients to residential treatment, whether it was for their eating disorder or addiction or depression than I did in that year ever. And I've been working in this field for eight years. And this was by far, I've referred more people that have gone this year, but even the people that have actually gone, because it's hard to get somebody to go to treatment. Crazy. I did. I mean, but good for them. Good for, for them for doing it. Cause that's really not good for easy them at all. And if you're someone that might be in that position, like we want to encourage you if that's the next step for you. I want to like, just lift the shame off of like asking for help, no matter how big of the mm-hmm. ask it is, mm-hmm. whether it's a once a week therapy, yeah. uh, once a month therapy or a 30 day treatment, yeah. like there's should be no shame, which I feel like we still have some of that. So thank you for yeah being a part of lifting the the shame and y'all can reach out to Kat. Her Instagram is at Kat, K-A-T dot Defata, D-E-F-A-T-T-A. There you go. Okay. Well, thank you, Kat. And we'll see you next time you join me when I need (laughs) an expert in therapy. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 